What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Frequency Podcast. I'm your host, Frankie J. Lopez. Hope you're all doing well. Before we get into it, please follow the podcast page, allow for notifications, rate the podcast. Also, follow me on social media at Frequency Podcast Network, Instagram, TikTok. You're going to get consistent content, including a couple of album reviews that don't make the podcast. Welcome to the first weekly roundup, a new segment where I talk about the latest in music, mostly things that I just happened to hear about in the last week. First, I'm going to go over what I've been bumping, albums that came out last week that I've just been into. First off, Nikki's Nicole, out of the 88 Rising Collective, reviewed this one on social, so please go check it out indie folk, indie pop project that I think is really well written. Also been checking out the Ural Droog project. Rapper out of New York, he released a short and sweet album last week, Yadni Dangerfield. Very solid, classic Droog coming in with the bars. Planning on reviewing the new Meg and Danger Mouse next week, so please stay tuned for that. Also worth noting that the game dropped the largely mediocre Dramatic album last week. Don't think it's worth checking out to be honest, but if you want to listen to that 10 minute long Eminem disc, The Black Slim Shady, please be my guest. And just to give my thoughts on that real quick, the track itself isn't terrible. I think the hip boy beat is kind of hot Endgame does a fairly good job imitating m's flow and style throwing shade at m saying he's only successful because he's white saying that game is better than him blah 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 all things that we know aren't true it's just funny to me how people really base eminem's career off of his recent work and forget that he dropped three classics early in his career no hate on game who's a fantastic rapper but i mean to me eminem kind of blows him out of the water but anyways check that out. It's interesting to say the least. While we're on the topic of albums, just heard that Bjork is dropping something in the fall and Gene Dawson as well. So a lot of great reviews coming fairly soon. Let's start off with some Drake news. Billboard reporting that Drake is now the artist with the most top five hits in Billboard Hot 100 history. Drake has 30 in total. DJ Khaled's Staying Alive on which Hem and Lil Baby are featured on debuted at number five. With this, Drake passes the Beatles, who have 29 top five hits. Another addition to the long-running list of accolades that Drake has in the industry, and good for Drake, honestly. Although some of these recent tracks and projects aren't my favorite, there are still a lot of bangers that got him to this point, so it's well-deserved. Also got to give a lot of credit to the streaming era of music in general, making his stuff a bit more accessible to a widespread audience. And let's get into some interesting album sales news. Young Boy Never Broke Again was on pace to earn another number one album, but was slightly beat out by none other than Bad Bunny himself, who, according to to billboard sold 500 units more than young boy did and i just want to talk about how crazy that is for a second this is bad bunny's eighth non-consecutive week at number one with un verano sin ti dropping back in may and to put that in perspective here's a list of big name artists that have dropped since then beyonce kendrick harry styles post malone drake lizzo and jack harlow with that major flop all this while only being the second spanish-speaking album to top the billboard 200 people have been talking about the latin invasion coming to the u.s soon but it seems like it's already here and i'm all for it and lastly i want to touch on this latest Kid Cudi article from Esquire. In it, Esquire interviews Kid Cudi and he talks about a handful of things. I think it's a solid read. Definitely go through it if you have the time. He promotes his latest tour, latest music, and that Netflix show. Cudi expressing that he's in a better place mentally, which is really great to hear, not letting things fuck up his vibe. He talks about his friend that now deceased Virgil Abloh and speaking to him shortly before his death. I especially like the moment where the interviewer asked Cudi if he ever got tired of being a mental health spokesperson. And Cudi replies that it's a lot of pressure, but it keeps him alive and it doesn't stress him out, which is great because Kid Cudi is an idol for a lot of people in the mental health space especially young hip-hop fans the one thing i really want to touch on is the cuddy kanye relationship that kind of gets mentioned in this article so there's a great article on billboard already that details the history between the two but i'll just give you the spark notes kanye and cuddy they've worked together for years cuddy helping contribute to projects like 808 and beautiful dark twisted fantasy around 2008 while also being signed to kanye's good music label and releasing his own classic under that label man on the moon in 2009 then he ended up leaving in 2013 and the two had a pretty decently public falling out throwing shots at each other eventually resolving their beef in like 2016 even releasing a joint album kidsy ghost in 2018 which was fantastic but since then it's no secret that Ye's behavior has been a bit more erratic than usual 
especially since his incredibly public divorce from Kim K and his displeasure with her dating Pete Davidson, which whom Cuddy is supposedly friends with, causing this second childish feud to come out in recent months. So back to the Esquire article, Cuddy essentially expresses how pissed he is with Kanye, doesn't like how Kanye came at him on social media over this Pete nonsense, and he doesn't really want that energy in his life, saying things like, I'm not one of your kids, I'm not Kim, it don't matter if I'm friends with Pete or not friends with Pete. None of this shit had anything to do with me, which is very true. I do kind of think it's ridiculous that Kanye keeps pointing fingers and throwing shots at people when he knows that the only person who's really responsible for his relationship is himself. I digress on that though. Another piece I actually really wanted to touch on that I found interesting is Cuddy's point here about Kanye not necessarily making him. In the article it states, Cuddy is also bothered by the idea that people credit his success to someone other than him. And Cuddy goes on to say, I just want to clear up that for anybody that feels like Kanye made my career, made me who I am, he brought me on to do 808s. I thought that was really fucking awesome. Awesome. I wanted to be part of the family and saw good music as an opportunity. Kanye didn't come and pluck me out of Applebee's or the Bape store. And I think this is really interesting and something I want to address briefly. First off, sad to see that these two can't be friends, but I mean, I can understand where Cuddy's coming from here. It's, I'm obviously on his side. Cuddy truly had a strong hand in the career of Kanye West, especially with 808s, where one could say that Cuddy was a major inspiration for the direction and the creation of that project. And I agree, he doesn't get much credit for it. Cuddy's mixtapes up to that point had a lot of that 808s foundation that Kanye pretty much used in order to go into this direction. And I completely understand where he's coming from, especially for a project like 808, which ended up becoming one of the most influential albums of our generation, immediately impacting artists such as Drake, Juice World, Post Malone, Travis Scott, all of these folks. So I feel like that point should be brought to light more when we're talking about this situation, because obviously on surface level, there's all this Pete Davidson nonsense, but really there is some animosity boiling with Cuddy's displeasure of the way Kanye kind of presents their relationship. But yeah, those are my thoughts. Please hit me in the DMs if you have any thoughts on that situation or anything I talked about today. Those are the topics of the week. If y'all want me to talk about anything specific, again, please hit me on social. Next week, I actually have a Kendrick Lamar discography ranking coming in, so please stay tuned for that. And until then, I'll see y'all later.